A-U-D-A-C-Y. Type that into your app search, then download. Gresh and Fourier on W-E-E-I. As we said, the FOFs, the Friends of Foyer, are in full effect today on the day that Tom Brady walks away from professional football, this time we think for good. 1102 Gresham Foyer here with you on WEEI, Boston and New England Sports Original. Joining us now on the Harbor One Hotline, multiple-time world champion, I guess technically he would now be an FOF, a friend of Foyer, as we determine on this show. It is Teddy Bruschi. Teddy, it's Gresham Foyer. Good morning. Thank you for making time for us. Appreciate it, Chris. Heck yeah, FOF, friend of Foyer. I'll take it. I'll take it. Anytime my man gives me a text and says the show needs something, all right. So we got something to talk about here. Oh, boy. I mean, listen, I mean, I, I've been watching ESPN. I, I feel like you've been on since like 6 a.m. this morning or whenever it was <laughs> that the word got out. The, the bat phone probably rang. And I guess you're just your initial reactions to the, to the uh, I guess, the official, official retirement of one Tom Brady. Uh, you got a video this time, so yeah. you're looking right into the eyes of, of Tom, and I actually got a little emotional myself in terms of just feeling what he felt there, um, knowing him and how how just brightly the fire burns in terms of competing for championships when he says he's retiring, and then those last two words, for good. And you, cause you see him um, get emotional, a little bit choked up, and start tearing up a little bit. I'm trying to understand and help everyone understand that's listening, how hard it was for him to say that this is, this is the ultimate, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just worried about the next championship, the next win the person that's saying I'm done competing and I'm actually choosing not to compete anymore. That was my reaction to it initially, because it's just to, to see the words, and the expression of Tom's and have that him say that was something I was not ever, something I never thought I would see. And Teddy, to add a layer to that, Foyer and I talked about this in the first hour, a lot of guys kind of either age out or their body kind of gives out on him. The amazing part of this is that at 40 flipping five years old, this dude still has to make the tough choice to leave game on the field for him to walk away. I don't know if we're ever going to see anything like it. Yeah, well, you won't. I mean, this is, I think the one thing we didn't achieve in 2007, achieving that perfect record and the, the perfect season, um, Tom just achieved it in terms of a career. It was, it was perfection of a career. He really um, had everything going. He wasn't the betrothed one the number one overall pick that everyone looked to and like, you're the answer, you're the savior. He was, you know, everybody knows the 199th pick and that immediately made him relatable to everyone on the team. Here's the backup quarterback that's trying to find his way and grind and form relationships with the, with the team because if, he, if he's not liked, he's going to get cut, you know, and that's sort of the, the role of the backup quarterback, that all the way to being the person that's looked to to set the standard. In between all of that, he had a comeback where he had the torn ACL, where he had to deal with that. Um, so just he switched teams to go somewhere else to prove he could do it outside of New England, and he did it there also. I don't know what you could ask from a career it was the perfect career, and it's a congratulations to him. I mean, fellas, it's, it's, truthfully, should have known. 
I should have known because of all the conversations I've had with Tom. And he's like, Teddy B, 45. 45. On air, on the record, or off the record, it's 45. And we're like, whatever, man. You're not going to get 45. It's not going to happen. But basically, he would say to us, 40 effing five. And we should have known. You know, he got it, and he accomplished that. And, you know, just congratulations to my friend. So we're talking to Teddy Bruschi on the Harbor One Hotline. And I'm just – I feel like every player has this, I don't know, call it a come-to-Jesus moment when they really, you know, I'm – I'm retiring for good this time. Like, you had yours, I had mine. Like, what do you think was going through his head when he decided? Do you think it was just like, hey, you know what, I wake up, today's the day. Or do you think it was, like, more premeditated? Yeah, I don't don't think anything's not calculated with Tommy. And even, so let's let's think about the timing of this. This is a week that is the bye week into the Super Bowl. There's no, there's no really football game coming up to ha- that has the attention. He would never want to take the attention away from the Super Bowl, which is why it's done right now in the middle of a week of the bye week. And this can all be talked about for a couple days, and then all the attention can go back to Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts and the Eagles and the Chiefs. That's another thing that's probably he thought of. He didn't want to do this during Super Bowl week and everything be about him. That's the humility of Tom also. Let's get this out the way so these two teams can go out go out and get their championship. Teddy, I don't know if there was a moment, and I say this, uh, I use the word wacko as respectfully as possible because there is <clears throat> a part of the guy that is a wacko, whether it's the competitiveness, the work ethic, whatever, was there a moment maybe on the practice field or in yeah. the locker room where you're like, this guy's a wacko, but he's my kind of wacko? Yeah, that was, I, I think the best example I can give to that is is when we all made the Pro Bowl together after we beat the Eagles in the Super Bowl and we had just gone back-to-back. And back in those days, the Pro Bowl was played and then teams were announced, the representatives were announced, and then the last ones in the locker room are going to be the Super Bowl champions. So out of the AFC Pro Bowl locker room, you know, the Steelers, we had beaten the championship game, so they were the second to last. And then we were about to be introduced. And Tom looks to myself and Vinatieri and, and Izzo was a Pro Bowl special teamer, and I think Seymour was there also, and he says, nobody's ever won three in a row. And, Gresh, fellas, I still had confetti <laughs> on the bottom of my cleats from the celebration in Jacksonville. And, you know, as, as, as dedicated and addictive and, you know, obsessed as that is, you love it. But it's like, bro, I'm trying to relax right now. <laughs> we're all just trying to relax and enjoy this Pro Bowl. We're about to be introduced as the world champion. And you're talking about three in a row. I'm not there yet. <laughs> but he was, and I think he had been there ever since maybe a day after uh, we had won it. And that's just the standard that a lot of us couldn't uphold. But it was just the addiction that was Tom Brady to winning championships and multiple championships. It's, that's all he did it for. Do you think, um, what are your thoughts on the whole one day contract thing? I mean, returning back to New England. We've been discussing that a little bit. Uh, do you think that's something he would be open to or uh, in the crafts would be open to as well? I don't think that's going to happen. I think Tom has, I think Tom has 
maybe he'll he'll he won't admit this. Maybe he will, but there's a lot of Coach Belichick in him. There's a lot of Bill and Tom in terms of how his foundation was started and the beliefs and how he got to be in the way he was. And I remember specifically Bill. Uh, Tom might have been present where he was. He really doesn't like that the whole one-day contract thing and retire and all mm-hmm. this stuff. What's that even for? You know, I think I think Tom would. I think he said it like Bill too, which is great. Really? <laughs> uh, you went right into I Bill mode. That's the way. That's the way I see it. It's like, man, you were here. We said goodbye. It's all good. Now you did it. Okay, no, that's good. I, I don't. I don't know if I even want to see that. Um, to tell you the truth, you know, Tom has. He's. Man, a part of me thinks is he, he he became more than the Patriots, really. I mean, to go and do what he did in Tampa, and then uh, man, just just to bring people you know together to win that championship. I mean, he's shown so much more since his time here in New England that there's so much more to him. So I don't know if that's going to happen. So okay, so the other aspect of this is is you know they don't retire numbers here in New England for the Patriots. They have the Hall of Fame. I get yeah. it. But I do think there is, like, if Ray Lewis has a statue for the Baltimore Ravens, like, shouldn't Brady kind of have some sort of, I don't know, something? Yeah, right. Something, right? I get it. The, the one-day contract I get is a little goofy sometimes. It's stupid. But how do you reward him or memorialize him for the career that he had? Yeah, I agree. Um, man, I think I think that'd be a great gesture, and I know that – I know the re- the retired number thing is, I don't know where where that goes. So it'd be the first ever. I know there were retired numbers before. I remember being a rookie and walking down and thinking, uh, you know, tips tips number. Nobody was ever going to wear that and all this. And so these retired numbers thing, and then that sort of just sort of went away. And I don't know how they feel about that there anymore. I think, I don't know, some type of. I, I would love a statue of Tom outside the the stadium. It would. It's he is. He is what was that success is those six banners up there. And I would love to hear his opinion on that, you know, in terms of uh, if he would even want that. Now, I think that would be something not immediate, yeah. maybe not next year, but maybe in three years, he would say, you know what? I, I think that'd be cool because I think it's going to take Tom some time to make the transition because I remember having a conversation when he's like, brew, it's going to be tough for you to transition past football. But I want to turn that back on him and say, no, 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 no. It's going to be tough on you, man. And it's going to take him a little bit, a little bit of a while to understand that, wait, I don't need to do all these things that I was doing before. So what's my life going to be like? I mean, and the last thing that he's thinking about right now is, what to, how New England is going to, you know, honor him in a certain way. I'd say in about three years, those conversations can start. Hell, he played his way into a raise. <laughs> That's the crazy thing. This guy's now going to oh. be working for more money. So if he ever gets to the point to where he's like, ah, you know, that $37.5 million a year to call football games, I'm sure will help him. Teddy, I do want to ask you, kind of if you would be kind enough to – Pull back the curtain a little bit because we have talked about Tom Brady, the football player. Yeah. Who is Tom Brady, the person, to Teddy Bruschi? Well, <laughs> that's a that's a very deep question there, Gresh. This is one of my best friends. And, um, 
not only to have him as a teammate early in his career, but to, to pretend watch him as an analyst and our, our um, friendship actually continue. I mean, this is a guy that I would talk on the phone with and we would have conversations about our family. And how can I tell you how genuine he's been as a friend to me for, I mean, shoot, two decades. I mean, I can't really tell you. But okay, okay, here. I'm talking to Tom one time on the phone, and I'm telling him how Dante, my son, is playing quarterback as a freshman football player. And Tom says, no, Dante's playing quarterback? He's, and I say, yeah. He says, okay, hold on a second. I'm going to FaceTime you. And so we hang up off the phone, and he FaceTimes me back. And I say, yeah, what's up, man? He says, bring me up to Dante. And I'm like, what? He's like, no, bring me up to him. I want to talk to him. So I go up the stairs talking to, t- talking to Tom on FaceTime, realizing that this, I think Tom's in his pajamas, actually, and he has a knee brace on when he had a knee injury and all of that stuff. And then I go up to my room, and I say, Dante, uh, Mr. Brady wants to talk to you. And he's like, yeah, what's up? My son's in his underwear. Okay? <laughs> so he, we're FaceTiming Tom in his pajamas. And Dante's in his underwear, and Tom says, "And Tom says, hey Dante, show me how you hold the football." So, so Tom continues. So Tom continues to show Dante and tell him how to hold the football and what his stance should be in his room while my son's in his underwear and Tom's like in his pajamas. And that's just it. it it's it's it, that's who it was all the time, and. I think Tom needs to realize that how he's thanking everyone for his career, we all need to be thanking him for the standard that he showed of being a teammate, a friend, an individual, how he was classy with the media the, for so often under such controversial even times. He was just the perfect the perfect example of what young players and young and fathers that have sons that are playing the game should really look to and say, that guy did it right. Well, we thank you for uh, making some time. I know you're on the FOF list and you probably got mad dog Russo there waiting to scream at you in about 10 minutes over something. You know what I mean? But Teddy Bruschi is going to be, uh, he's, I worked for him for a year. He is talk about an interesting human being. Holy cow. There's, there's a a whole, whole show in that as well. But Teddy, thanks for the time, man. It really means a lot. You hopped on great stories, great uh, perspective on Tom Brady. Thank you. I'm sure we are uh, among the many that you're going to have to talk to today up there at the Four Letter Network, and we appreciate it, man. Thanks, Teddy. All right, fellas. My pleasure. I don't mind telling stories about my buddy like Uh, that. Oh, it's so much fun. So much fun. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Teddy. Great stuff from uh, Teddy Bruschi. Good job out of you getting that done. No, dude, it's a team effort. That was great. Uh, and, and one awesome story at the end. I, the, the greatest thing about it, he's right on so many different levels. I mean, I can't I, – I mean, listen, I've had similar situations with, with him with my own son, like with just kids. The, the feelings – when you sit down with Tom, you, you, he gives you his attention. He doesn't look through you, look past you. He pays attention. It's a, it really is uncanny, like the amount of – how willing he is to give you his undivided attention when everybody wants something from him. That, to me, is an aspect that doesn't get played up enough. That's interesting. Teddy was, Teddy was great. Well, he was. And we'll uh, continue with your thoughts on Brady as well. And people want in on what's the right way, how is the right way to sort of honor Tom Brady. We'll get to that with you on these phones next. 
Gresh and Fourier on WEEI. Download the Odyssey app and listen on demand anytime. I would love to play five more years. I'd love to play 41, 42, 43, 44, 45. I don't, it would be a challenge for me. I don't think it's going to be easy. It's going to be hard to do. I think it's going to be very hard to do. But I think I can do it. So that's Tom Brady talking about wanting to play to age 45. I got to be honest. What an odd sort of benchmark for Tom Brady. I want to play to him 45. Not I want to win 100 Super Bowls. Not I want to be the greatest of all time. Hmm. It was I want to play until I'm 45. Do you think when he initially said it, he actually... Do you think it was like some point in time when the Patriots were kind of renegotiating it with him and you remember the whole, um, I have the answers to the test now? Yep. Some of it I thought was a little hyperbole. You know, it was a little, let me just over, let me just, let me, oh, hey, listen, guys, if you worried about me when I'm 40, don't worry about it. I plan on playing until I'm 45. Right. I think it was some gamesmanship with that. But then, but I think that when he got closer, he realized, actually, that number's a little bit more attainable than I originally thought. Like, I could, listen, if I could do 42 and I feel great, what makes you think I can't do 43? Well, hell, four, now, well, now I signed a three-year contract. Okay, you know. Or is it one of those things like, you know, speak it to existence? <laughs> That's what I wonder. How much of that was the speaking it to existence? And when you put it out there publicly, then people hold you to it. And I felt like when Tom Brady started to roll that out, it was twofold. Number one, um, hello, lovely, that I'm married to. This is the goal that I have in the back of my mind. And if I put it out there publicly, then everybody can react to it. Everybody can hold me to it. And Tom Brady doesn't want egg on his face. So in a way, he's kind of sending the message, but also putting the flag out there of the, this is where I want to get to. You're kind of letting everybody know people will continue to doubt you. And it's a way for him to continue to fuel himself. It He had to put that out there, I think, because it became his new Garoppolo. Once he outlasted Jimmy G, it was, yeah. I knew that SOB wasn't stealing my job. Then it became, oh, I'm going to show that. I'm going to show Belichick. And then it was, I'm going to play till 45. And they should have threw the caveat in there, even if it cost me my wife. That's the part that I got to admit, right? Like, we're divorced dudes. I can't envision <laughs> that this that Tom Brady was so hot to play football last year, and clearly they didn't make it to the Super Bowl or whatever, but they made it to the playoffs, that this guy was willing to like sacrifice half of his net worth to play one more year of football. That's why I thought the guy was going to be playing this year because he's not going to have someone after winning his seventh world championship standing on the field with her arms crossed, tapping her foot going, are you done yet? Are, are you, you satisfied are you done? now? Are you done? Are you done? Yeah. Are you, got, are you done? He got rid of the are you done portion yeah. of his life and then now he's going to hang it up? Like, are, are you done? Seriously. You're right. I, that's yeah. the part that I can't compute. I, I do think that is I do think that is such a big part of the la- latter part of his of his career. The the the, the constant are you done? Yeah. Are you not satisfied? Are you not entertained? What do you are have you left to prove? Like I love it. Like yeah. Okay. Um and I do think I just feel like there's um you know, I think people look at Brady and 
I think at his core, he is 100% family oriented. Mm-hmm. Like that is so important to him. Like w- think about the visuals that he had, the, the, the moments that he had with his own parents, you know, that, you know, being the youngest of four or three older sisters and just how that family dynamic is still together. I think he probably will look at that as one of the bigger failures in his life. It won't be, you know, any failures on the field. No. But as far as off the field, things that, that he couldn't, maybe he mismanaged, maybe, who knows. Or maybe, you know what, the person that he was trying to manage it with was just unmanageable. Well, there is that too. I feel like there's an angle there. Like, hey, listen, I come from another country. I'm, you know, like worlds are colliding and you're like, well, you know, we're going to make it work. And then we have, eh, and then I just, my, you know, my things are a little bit more important. She felt like there's a lot of sacrifice on her end, not a lot on his end, all that kind of stuff. And the whole, you know, I thought for at least one year, Giselle would be placated in the Tom, you need to retire talk by going to Tampa. You're away from Bill. Bill was the bad guy. Very easy for him to, you know, for her to, Tommy, you're great. Yeah. You need to get away from the hood man. <laughs> and then he wins that championship, and then it becomes, all right, what are we doing here? Yeah. And then you could feel it. But he came back. Like, I, I and granted, I admit, I think about the money. Now, again, he's got $375 million waiting for him at Fox. But, you know, at least half of that flew out the window or whatever whenever the guy gets divorced. And now Tom Brady is walking away. And I guess the question is morphing into, from a Patriots perspective, what is the right way to honor this guy? Does he deserve a statue? Do you just induct him into the Patriots Hall of Fame and he gets his own wing, and but yet he's no different than anybody else? Like, no statue, no one-day contract. However, we'll give you, you know, Brian Mori will clear out this far corner over here and it'll become the Brady portion yeah. of whole new the wing. Patriot Hall <laughs> of Fame. But seriously, like, how? what would make fans feel whole? You know, are there people right now, like we mentioned earlier, Terps 21, I got a 20-year-old. They don't know anything with football without Tom Brady in it, right? But will they want to take their kids 20 years from now to the statue and say, this was the greatest that ever did it? You've heard about the legend of this guy. Dad watched him growing up. Yeah. With baseball, there used to be that kind of handed down romanticism. There's going to be that with Tom Brady. Absolutely. But do you do it by taking him into the Hall of Fame? Or do you do it because you pull up into the Tom Brady lot? At Gillette Stadium near the Tom Brady statue. Near your, the, Tom Brady Road. Right, near okay. Tom Brady Lane. Yes. Exactly, all that stuff. So it's not one Patriot place anymore. It's it's 12 Drive. <laughs> you know, it's going to be, first of all. A road within yes, Patriot Place. Yes to all the above. Who are the renters. True. <laughs> yes to all the above. Um, he will have, he deserves, and there's enough, you know, stuff to give him his own wing. Like, you're going to go into that Patriot Hall of Fame, and you're going to go to the Brady wing, and it's going to be all Brady. It's going to be interviews from him, life lessons, moments, memorable moments, good, bad, whatever. You name it, interviews, it's all going to be there. Be Canton to it, because it'll will. be there, too. They most definitely – do it now while you're getting ready for the World Cup, okay? Do it now. Just add something. <laughs> oh, why not? Right? Why not? You know what? That's interesting. Do it now. You got, you're already, they, the crew's already there, okay? So, at the least, Gresh, now – so there's two aspects of this, and help me kind of unpack this, okay? All right. All right. There's the one aspect that Teddy alluded to, which I 100% agree. It's almost like, you know what? I don't want anybody, like, you know, 
giving me an award for something that I love doing. I don't want any extra attention for something that I was paid. You know, it's it's that mentality. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Right? Teddy kind of explained it better than I am. And the other aspect is, listen, I mean, you've you've earned it. Like you earned it. Like there's no there's no shame and enjoying the success. You can finally look back and enjoy your career. You can look back and watch plays that you did. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. I go, who is that guy? I don't know who that guy is. There will come a time where you look back and you don't recognize the guy that's playing on the field. So, and I do think for any other player, like Patriot Place will will be a destination. And I make fun of the Rocky statue because I, I took my kids to, to to Philly. We went up the stairs. We took pictures with the Rocky statue. He's not a real person. He's a character in a movie. But here we are. That'll be here. That will one 100% be there whether he likes it or not. There will be some sort of, I don't know, at the Patriot Place, they had that little, like, uh, the one area, I don't even know what they call it. Um, like the plaza? The plaza. Have, yeah. The plaza. Where everybody right? goes in now. Yeah. And, okay, they used to have, like, a turf field right in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Where it was, like, it had Revolution, Patriots. Like, get rid of that. Put the statue right there in the middle of the plaza. So people, people can take go their there, photos. They take their it. photos. They go, that place is going to be unreal when it's done next year. Put it there. Bill's going to be right next to him. There's not another human being that is more successful than Brady in sports. I don't know. Maybe some soccer players. I don't know. Uh, maybe, but you would have to grade them on World Cups, not like yeah. you know winning the Premier League or something yeah. like that. As noble and as good as that is, six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Are we going statue? Are we going no statue? <laughs> Do you want the one day contract? A, a, a Twitcher. Uh, in the Twitch chat said, hey, it made me feel good as a fan because uh, it makes me realize that we were the love all along. You know, it's one of those sort of full circle things. Not that it's the apology per se, but it's more of the, boy, you really did love us. You really loved us kind of deal if he did the one day, at least for that fan. Let's hear from you. Brandon in where with Gresham Foyer. Hello, Brandon. How's it going, guys? What's up? Hey, you know, I've I've constantly wondered this, you know, when everybody refers to Brady as the GOAT and, and from a broad view of, of football as a whole, I, I don't think he can officially claim that title unless he takes a, a coaching position and wins some Super Bowls. And I think that would be a great way for him to come back to Massachusetts and New England. You know, and then we, maybe we give him a statue as a as a coach when he what leaves. You talking about Brady? Yeah. What I mean, I mean really, really, Brandon? For a guy like him, well, he's not. Here's the thing. So, Brandon, you want him to pass up thirty-seven and a half million dollars a year to call games to come back for five mil and coach? Oh no, he can go rest his neck for a little while doing that. He'll have fun. I imagine he's got, not it, a chance in hell. Yeah, Brady not a ain't, chance in hell. No. Why the hell would you want that lifestyle when you can work? Half the season, I mean... I really thought the reaction on the phones were going to be different than some asshat who calls earlier and runs down all these people's names that we have no idea. Now we got one who's like, oh, bring him back to coach when he's never showed any interest in Zero. coaching whatsoever. Zero. We're talking about honoring the guy, and it's, well, if he doesn't come back to coach, he's not the best ever. Jesus, what are we doing here? Honest to God. And it, I mean, like we're talking about the way to honor the guy. Well, maybe he's not the best ever. 
We had some dill hole on the on the text line, the 860. What are you guys talking about Brady for? Oh, he's only a greatest freaking athlete. Maybe it's ever come out in New England and is attached to the organization here. But, oh, yeah, we'll shut it down because some jack ass. Sorry, I had to save myself. Once in the eight. I'd rather hear you break down the Yankee bullpen than talk about Tom Brady again. Freaking idiot. I mean, God almighty, he's not the best ever until he coaches and wins. Because let me ask you something. Who's the coach? Who's the coach in the NFL right now that's so effing good that is winning Super Bowls that had some kind of great legacy to then, according to whatever the guy's name was, to be like, boy, we could really consider him. Yeah, like if Eric B. Enemy ends up winning mm. six Super Bowls, we'll be like, oh, yeah, it's great story to NFL career. And he capped it off. Or D'Amico Ryans. There you go. Yeah. D'Amico Ryans. Go win three in Houston. Oh, my God. That'll help make your case for being the best ever. Not being 45 years old, throwing the most passes, throwing under 10 interceptions. Like, good Lord. Hey, if you hate the guy, just say, I hate him. I hate him, and I don't want you to talk about him. And F this dude because he left. Go ahead and say that. That's fine. But did they, oh, yeah, he needs to coach to prove he's the greatest ever. That's going to put it over the top. That is, uh, appreciate that. Good job there, Terp. Here's the thing. So, uh, everybody, so now everybody who was really hypercritical of him, tried to take him down, You basically using him, right? Using just him as a player and everything that involves his life, they will all finally come and just admit, collectively that that he was the best that ever did it like in any sport like really start comparing them people use jordan as a as a template for anything they use jordan with his with all his success it's now brady it is brady 100% and here's the thing that stands out to me i know we're going to take a call real quick well, jordan's not the best okay. ever cuz he didn't coach okay that's true too well he well, well he owned a team he still owns a team but um tell me if you think this is a low number on-field career earnings for Tom Brady over 23 seasons, $333 million. <laughs> That's ridiculously that, low. Doesn't that, like, I don't know why that stands out to me as such an unbelievably low number. The other aspect about Brady is that unlike like lots of players, quarterbacks or whatever, will defer money, will work a deal with the team in order to uh, make sure they can, you know, get a new guy under the cap or, you know, give a guy more bonus money. Like, Brady did that. and Big deal. Lots of great players with high contracts will do that, right? Team player. But there were lots of years where he actually took less money. Like, took less money. Like, was like, you know what? I don't need it. Like, I'll, whatever. I'll figure it out later. He actually took less money as opposed to some of these other contracts. You look at the $250 million guarantee, like the Deshaun Watson, quarter of a billion dollars for, you know, um, uh, Russell Wilson or, uh, you know, uh, Patrick Mahomes, who actually looks like he deserves it. All these contracts that are getting paid, career earnings, $333 million. It seems so unbelievably light. That's 14 and a little over $14.5 million a year or right it's around like, there on like Nelson Aguilar was making just about as much as he was. Here's what it is. It's and amazing. I got, a, I got a theory on it. Part of the reason, from Brady realized, A, the, you know, as long as you're spreading it around, then fine, and we can keep winning. I think for some guys that don't have the accolades like Brady does, there are some who look at it and say, oh, I've won three Super Bowls. I've arrived. You better pay me the most amount of money. Brady never looked at it that way. Whereas some guys look at the best contract out there as their stamp of validation. 
for the guys, it's the, well, I don't have a Super Bowl ring, but I'm the highest-paid guy in my position. Let me puff my chest out, right? That's Deshaun Watson right now. Guy yeah. wanna, guys mm-hmm. don't want a damn thing, but he is the, he's kind of like the standard bearer yeah. for the, I got the guaranteed contract, I'm the guy who's the bee's knees, look at me, look at what I'm doing for the game, all that kind of stuff. And I, I think that's where, yeah, you have to be naturally humble, and I think Brady is that at his core. But his validation came in different ways. With some dudes, it's I had the bigger, I was at one point in time, the highest paid, blah, 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 my position. Yeah. And when you're doing a quarterback, you're you're getting a lot of run off of it. Uh, we got a bunch of folks who want to talk about honoring Brady and I don't know, maybe some of you who still think he isn't the best ever and maybe he needs to coach to prove it. God help us. 617-779-7937. We continue with you on the phones and a four-leg lunchtime parlay. Foyer's in today. That's next. W-E-E-I. Love E-I, man. W-E-E-I. W-E-E-I. New England Sports Original. Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app. And take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go. Gresh and Fourier. On WEEI. All right, at 1147, we are going to give you your lunchtime parlay picks. We will go through them quickly because we have a lot of you who want to talk about Tom Brady. Andy Hart will join us at 1220. You'll be able to get these picks on Twitter. Gresh Fourier, W-E-E-I. I'll get them out on my Twitter as well. At the real Gresh. That's G-R-E-S-H. All right, here we go. Yesterday's lunchtime parlay. We just missed the uh, Bucks missed uh, covering by a bucket, I think it was. So uh, we lost out on yesterday's three-leg parlay, but oh, Fourier is jumping in. Now we're gonna we're gonna have to have a little bit of a coaching session here with okay. Fourier, but we'll do it quick. <laughs> Dude, let ahead. me let me go through mine. All right, go ahead. I got Memphis minus five against Portland. Two reasons: number one, Memphis defensively at home, very very different, and Portland on the road. I just think it's a good spot for Memphis right now. They're uh, laying five against Portland. Home and road splits for uh, Memphis are pretty dramatic in certain categories. Give me uh, Memphis minus five against Portland. Billy, what do you got? Go with the Warriors. Warriors looking to get a uh, get to a four game winning streak. So give me the Warriors to cover the three and a half over the Timberwolves. All right, Terp. Stop me if you heard this one before. I'm going to go with the Kings on the seven and a half wow. on the road against the Spurs. The Kings are two and zero against the Spurs, winning both games by thirteen or more, and they've dropped 130 points in both of those games. So I like the Kings on the big number. Billy, who was your Twins pitcher that you were all over? Joe Ryan. Joe Ryan. Every time Joe Ryan pitched, now with Terp, it's like, well, if the Kings are in. What was the Sixes for a little bit? He was on a little bit of the Sixes runs for a run for that's a while. A, that's a, a good call. All right, now Fourier's yes. got his pick as well. Coaching and, Mama, go ahead. Well, no, 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 no. Make your pick, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Well, uh, I got tonight's game. I got the Nets at Celtics money line minus four twenty. Okay, I'm, take, I'm uh, taking them. Okay, I'm taking the Celtics. All right, you are. However, you are taking a money line pick. Yeah. That is sucking the life out of this parlay. Oh. So if you had the Celtics, if you got rid oh. of your minus four twenty, right? Yeah. So if we leave Celtics minus four twenty in there. You could win $76.15 on your $10 bet. That isn't bad. But if you go Celtics minus nine, that jacks it up to $122.83. So you're sucking $50. Well, for the record, for the record, old wise one, 
Okay, that was not what the money line was at 6.30 in the morning it when was, I did this. It was still minus 365, which would have made it like Fine. bucks. I'm a team player. I'll take, uh, we'll do, uh, I'll take the, uh, what is it, minus nine? Celtics minus nine. Fine, I'll take that. Nice! There, there we you go. go. There you now go. You happy? On. Now we I'm gotta, a winner either way. No, now we got to. <laughs> yay. All right. So now we got to retype things and all this stuff. Hold on. Celtics. I mean, you don't have to do it in nine. real time. You don't well, have to course, type it out in real time. Just stick it, into the, stick it into the stupid, like, because you know. Because we need to know the value, how much tel- we're going telemeter. up Telemeter. Yeah, tel- put it in the telemeter. Put it in the telemeter. Thanks. My worlds are colliding now. Uh, your $10 will now win you with Foyer making his change to Celtics minus nine. Your 10 bucks will win you, ladies and gentlemen, $122.83. Now, maybe you like Celtics minus eight. There's different ways that you can uh, work that four-leg parlay. Well, we'll make sure to get that out. Gresh Fourier, W-E-I. Thank you, Christian. You're welcome. You're, you're well, giving, thank you, old wise one. I'm just saying that's a $50 difference. And if there's one thing I know that you and I connect with. Is money? Is money. Absolutely. Because we got people who we spend got, it. Uh, who take it. Take it. Give it away, too. Take it and spend it and all that stuff. All right, let's get to the phones. A lot of you talking about what is the right way to honor Tom Brady for his years in New England? George in Somerset with Gresham Foyer. Hello, George. Hi, how are you? Good, George. Good. How are you? Uh, uh, I'm good. Uh, I definitely think there should be a statue. Um, but, I mean, before that, I think they should do, the, the Patriots should do something similar for Tom Brady as the Celtics did for Larry Bird. I, I don't know if you remember that. Uh, but they they had one night. It wasn't uh, during a game. It, it was just them bringing out his old teammates. They they brought out Magic Johnson at the end, and then they retired his number. and And all the money from that night went to charity. Uh, and and I just thought that would be a great way for the Patriots to um, honor Tom. Yeah, look, they can. I don't know Brady's going to feel all warm and fuzzy if they're going to raise money for charity and all that kind of stuff. I thought you are going down a, a, a much different road. And look, the, the the Patriots can handle all of that. Here's a, can, can, can we clarify this for one flipping moment? Uh-oh. We're, no, I'm not going to go nuts again, but <laughs> this is the stuff that's going to be there in perpetuity, okay? That's the kind of stuff that we're talking about, not – the charitable night with Tom Brady where they raise a bunch of money, which is great, and it's awesome to be philanthropic, and the Patriots are, and they all should be. But people aren't going to look back 30 years from now and go, boy, what a great night. They raised $8 million because Tom Brady came to town. It's the whole, you're bringing your kid, or you saw the heyday, and you want to talk about it with your grandkids or whatever, and it's the right way in honoring this guy. And again, the night will be the night. That's awesome. But people will forget about it. This is about being able to walk in and see it and feel it and touch I, I it just, more than just clicking on a YouTube video. See, the one thing that I, you know, going to all these different stadiums, pro or college, I do think the statues have a certain, I don't know, little they have a, an attraction to them. You know, it's like you come in there, hey, take your take your picture in front of the Brady statue. Yes. It just, I just feel like there needs to be... It doesn't. What do, what do the Yankees have? They have that uh, center field uh, Hall of Fame, whatever it is that they do. Um, the oh, Yankees. They, they have a Monument Park. Monument Park. That's right. Listen, you don't. You're not doing that because you have the Hall of Fame. But this guy is different. This guy is un, undoubtedly different. So he needs to be honored differently. Like his career 
deserves it. Like that's it. It's real freaking simple. I don't, I think they probably had something like this in in the plans for like years already. The question is, what actual photo are you going to use? What moment in time, freeze framed and then turned into a sculpture, are they going to use? Like, which one are they going to use? Like, I mean, I keep mentioning the Ray Lewis one because I I remember I was there and I was like, they did they used the one where he does the dance, Atlanta. Maybe, Maybe the dance, the whole greatest comeback. But what 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 visual what visual would it be? Him, like you can use Jordan with the dunk. I mean, there's something that it's attached to every guy. I would assume that considering Brady the quarterback, you would probably have him doing one of these deals. You know, hands up as if he's releasing it or something like that. But you couldn't just have him standing there. What about the let's go? I was just going to say, that might be the other one where he like, yeah. Let's go. go. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, Get him in mid sort of like punch Memphis, or whatever. And he'll make his arms really big and veiny. You know, let me look like he works out like with actual weights. Like with giant calves too. Yes. Oh, yeah. Completely abs. not look like him. Yep. Give him a half shirt and give him like a 12 pack. There you go. Side abs, middle abs. Now we're done. Uh, what's an appropriate way to honor Brady? Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Halfway home on this edition of Gresham Foyer.